Delivery Bros. All right, and here's a word from our sponsors. Welcome to the home of Jarhead's Mobile Welding. We offer marine quality work at fair prices, welding and custom fabrication, and repair to existing items. Not only am I a man who speaks upon the brand, I have also been a customer of the brand. Because here at Jarhead's Mobile Welding, name the mission and they get to fixing. Check them out now at facebook.com slash jhmwkc. Or you can also find them at Instagram at Jarhead's Mobile Welding. If you send them a message, they'll give you a quote. And that right there you can put in your notes. Thank you very much for your time. And now, let's enjoy the show. Five, four, three, two, one. Hey, what's up, guys? My name is Anthony Anthem, a.k.a. Black Fabio, a.k.a. The Midnight Marauder, a.k.a. Mr. A.k.a. And today, we have a special guest. Um, coming from the land of Florida, um, our special guest, would you like to say it's your name? My name is Sarah Baxley. Everybody calls me Bax. Um, I am the account executive and account, um, whoop, blah, 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 let me back up there, executive <laughs> for Cap Studios, and also I am a part of Supersonic Pod Comics. Um, I play a super agent, secret agent, her name is Agent Rotom, she's a French agent, and she's got bionic arms and bionic legs, so that's, that's pretty awesome. But that's me, for now. <laughs> well i mean you kind of are a bionic woman yourself like i saw um I'm, we had chatted a little bit before this and i remember we were talking about the fact that you did some bodybuilding did a couple competitions and everything which I is epic yeah it was well thank you it was actually a bucket list item for me which i have like this huge bucket list um i was 42 years old um i had never done a competition before and I, the reason why I would never do a competition is because I was terrified of getting on stage in a bikini, half naked in front of a bunch of people. Um, you know, cause I've had kids and have stretch marks and you know, just like every other mom. But you know, the journey was incredible. Um, it was very testing of the mind, body and soul. <laughs> uh, yeah. Would I do it again? I don't know. I mean, I, I, I teeter with the option, but I don't know. I just, I think that I'm on, you know, other adventures and stuff like that, but I still, you know, I really enjoy fitness, but I was, I was, you know, fortunate enough to win third and um, novice, third and masters and second in bodybuilding for my first show. So I was pretty stoked. That's really, really good for being your first show. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I was telling you back in the day, my mom did bodybuilding. She actually won a competition in Venice. That, she that did. is awesome. I, I applaud people who can continue on and just do it over and over again. It's, it'll take a toll on you for sure. Not just your body, but your mind. Yeah, True. So, so it's, I, I applaud. I applaud all of you continuous bodybuilders or people that want to venture into the sports. It's very rewarding and challenging. Just do it. That's you just have to do it. That's kind of my philosophy with things. 
I'm just thinking though. I mean, you did that at 42. I mean, that's like that's a lot of people's life goals to keep in good shape like that in their 40s and stuff like that. You don't even look like you're in your 40s. Well, I was thank saying, you. like, I thought you were younger than me. Is what I told you were. <laughs> like, <laughs> I I just can't believe it. Well, well, I believe I believe the gym is the fountain of youth. Um, you know, if you treat your body right and eat well, don't, I'm not, I'm not saying that I don't have cheat days because I can down some burgers and wings and fries and milkshakes and, well, you gotta yeah, have them days. <laughs> I'm a sucker for junk food, so, but, um, you just keep on keeping on some days you don't feel like doing it. Some other days you feel like you're on top of the world and the strongest person and, you just you just keep going, I guess. You know that's that's all I can say about that. <laughs> oh well, girl. I mean, sure. I mean, the fact that you were disciplined enough to get get in shape for this competition that shows a lot. That shows how much respect you got for yourself. I'm not gonna even sit here in front. Now, me. Um, besides doing dumbbell curls, I really like to do more sandwich curls, like one ch- one bite, two bites, three bites. <laughs> I'm all about the remote curls, you know. Chances, oh, chances. the remote curls? Oh, yeah. yeah. You can get your shoulders and biceps in there. Oh, yeah. I mean, right now, I just got these jacked arms now. I'm like, Ur. There you Not go. Right. <laughs> <laughs> in the words of Dusty Rhodes, delay Dusty Rhodes, it's like, Dusty, they always ask, Dusty, why don't, um, why don't you look like the other wrestlers? Because... I like to party more than I like to hit the gym, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hear that. I hear that. I've uh, had my my days of partying, so I, I get that for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I hear you on that one, girl. I can't do it no more. Shoot, I rarely drink as I got as I get older. Like I'll have a glass of wine or a glass of beer or something like that, but I can't be like what I was in my twenties. Yeah. I was stupid in my twenties. I think we all were. I, I mean, it took me a long time to figure it out, but you know, I'm 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 one of those who doesn't really care breaking my anonymity. I can never say that word. But I did get sober June 28, 2014. Um, I contribute that a lot. I mean, all of it to giving me peace of mind and allowing me to find direction and my journey and, and where I'm supposed to be and um, whose lives I'm supposed to impact. Um, and especially mine. Um, there was a long time there for a long time. I had to allow others to love me until I could learn to love myself again. That was probably the hardest part. Uh, Cause you, you feel ashamed and, and, you loathe and self-pity and it's a very dark place to be but I I the one thing that someone told me when I first walked into the rooms was you're not alone and that really stuck with me because nobody's alone in what we're going through and if you need help don't be afraid to reach out because I was the girl with the 0.372 blood alcohol level in ICU. So I've been, I've been at rock bottom. I was at rock bottom several times, but that was the one that really shook me. My daughter actually 
help save my life. And because of that, I mean, our relationship has just blossomed. I mean, not that we didn't have a good relationship before, but it, it really opened my eyes. And you kind of start seeing things differently. Um, it's nice to not have to depend on something because I didn't like to feel. And I drank a lot to cover up those feelings. I didn't like to feel pain or, or anger. Um, sometimes I didn't even want to feel happy. Um, but there was always an occasion to drink, you know, you're happy, you drink, you're sad, you drink. So, <laughs> right. so um, yeah, the, the program has taught me a lot and, you know, it's not for everyone. Uh, and, but it's possible because honestly, I shouldn't be here right now. It's, it's possible to get help. It's possible to recover and it's possible to find yourself and love yourself and find what you're here for. Sounds like you figured it out. I'm trying. It's a work in progress. <laughs> uh, girl, coming from a family where addiction is just like not, like another like another part of the process, or whatever. Like I got addiction on both sides of the family, so I understand where you're coming from. I actually, lost somebody to addiction. I mean, but the fact that you found the strength within yourself to get help when you needed help, I commend you for that. Thank Sincerely. You. There's a lot of people that get lost. Some people never find help. Right. And you did it for you, so that way you could be better for your family. Absolutely. And I was surrounded by amazing, amazing people. Um, one, one thing I, I speak about when I've, when I've done, um, when I've told my story at conventions and stuff is that my first meeting that I went to, I had just got out of the hospital. I had had some girls from the program come visit me. And my first meeting was a candlelight meeting. And it was very symbolic to me because you sat around these tables and all you could see was candlelight. <clears throat> And what that represented to me was I was still in darkness. That little light in front of me was a beacon of hope. And it's almost like I wish I could just magically give everybody a candlelight service their first, you know, their first time in. Because you don't want to be seen. You, you really don't want to be heard. You're scared to death. You don't know what to say. You don't. But what makes it worthwhile are the people there that embrace you and guide you and make you feel welcome and loved. And all of a sudden you're sharing stories and you get, you start laughing about stuff that you could never laugh about. I mean, I call them drunk dialogues. I've got a, a bunch of them, which, which I can actually sit back and laugh about. And, you know, constantly people are saying, you know, do you wish that you didn't weren't addicted to alcohol? Well, of course, I'd love to go out and have a, a drink and, and call it a night. But, you know, the word moderation is not in my vocabulary. <laughs> so, right, right. You start drinking, so, you want to get plastered. So that's one of the reasons why I had to cut back, girl. Yeah, it's it's tough. It's really tough. And with the world we live in, it, it's hard. It's really hard. It does make you think about just what everything that's been going on, especially in recent events. Right. Like, some people are looking for an escape. 
They don't know how to do it without hurting themselves. Right. Yeah. And I mean, it's, it's a great escape for a while, but what I found with alcohol is that it eventually turned on me. It, it wasn't even fun to drink when, when I got to the point where I was drunk cause I was a blackout drinker. I, it wasn't fun. It was like my whole mood just completely shifted into another person and I didn't like who I was becoming. So that was, that was another big part of it. Obviously the, how I affected my family, you know, um, how, you know, cause I did, I did some things, you know, not, I mean, but that's, that's not only do you hurt yourself, you hurt your family. And I think that was the hardest thing for me to digest, you know, especially knowing that, that my daughter was there, you know, and, and was the one who called 911 to get me into the hospital. So, so yeah, it's, um, not only are you hurting yourself, you're hurting your family, but another thing is, is you can't, you can't tell someone to stop drinking. They've either got to hit rock bottom, open their eyes, have an awakening, whatever it may be. You can't force somebody to do it. It's true. Yeah. Same with any addiction. Right. You can say all you want. You can put a whisper in the ear, but if they don't want to hear you or hear themselves, sometimes that's what it takes. Right. Like, and I mean, unfortunately, it's either sometimes it chooses to be, you go through a, a spiral of hardships until you realize, what am I doing? Or, Maybe that's just how you spend your lifetime. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I just realized we're kind of dying inside a little bit right now. Um, or, or what? I think we might be dying a little bit inside. I think everybody's probably sad right now. I think I just lost all seven of my viewers, so we're going to go try this again. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But this is real, uh, though. I love yeah. the fact that we're talking about this, and I'm glad you're open about it. Oh, thank you. I look at it as if my story can give somebody else hope or encouragement. Um, I mean, I'm always willing to talk to anybody if they ever need to, to talk or reach out or, or whatever, because I know what it's like to be there. And I know what it's like not to want to talk about it because you feel weird or you feel, you know, like you've done something wrong. And just to know that there's people out there that totally understand me. <laughs> I mean, there's, there's stories that I would share and somebody else would share something. And I was like, dang, I didn't do something that bad. You know? <laughs> so, but, I mean, you don't obviously have that reaction, but it's nice to know that you're in good company. Nobody's, I've heard some crazy stories within the, you know, within it, but it's, it's okay. It's, it's okay. Yeah. It is. Just believe me. There's people out here in the streets that probably got um, crazier stories than that. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. I yeah. mean, too. I ain't no saying. I ain't no you sitting in front. I have done some messed up things when I was drunk. And then I realized, oh, my God, why did I do that? I did right. what? And I'm like, we've all done that, I think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We've, we've all got stories. Oh, yeah. Um. And that is why I don't drink bourbon, y'all. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Oh, my goodness. 
Well, so, let's talk about something happy. I mean, yes. that's hope, that's hope and, and all that stuff. But let's talk about something exciting. Yeah, so um, the seven of you are here at this point. We're now getting to the lights. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm such a dork. No, it's okay. I am, I've embraced my inner dork. You're in good company. <laughs> oh, then perfect. We can be dorks together. Woohoo! Woo! Yeah. Um, anyway. <laughs> so, um, okay. So, back, so, this, so this superhero thing. I yes. want to know more about it. Okay. So, supersonicpodcomics.com. You can actually go there. Um, you can listen to all of our podcasts. We've got the Super Force, which I am in. I play Agent Rotom. She is a French um, superhero agent. She's got bionic arms, bionic legs, and my cast. Uh, there's other characters, Vox, Vicus, DM, Draco. Um, it was all created by J.S. Earls and Ben Avery, which they are amazing to work for. I love them dearly. Um, we've got a variety of people that, that come into the show, like Ian Stevens. He plays RoboCat in uh, Sumo Girl, um, Austin Janowski. He played Morpheus in the last episode. And um, there's, well, Super Force, Sumo Girl, The Mark. And oh my goodness, JS is going to bust my chops here. Sorry, um, JS. I am sorry, JS. <laughs> but it's, every week is a new episode. So it'll be Sumo Girl, and then The Mark, and then Super Force. So it's, it's a constant, ongoing thing. We've released two for the Super Force. The first one is kind of like, what I think it is, is almost like a prequel. It, it kind of puts all of the shows in one. So you get to kind of hit, hear bits and pieces. Oh, the second the episode, story. yeah, it was super cool. Um, and then the second one was uh, Vox. Um, it, basically, it's kind of going back, finding out, you know, where the character came from, how they became a part of Super Force. And uh, Vox is played by Matt Kennedy. He's... He's a cool dude. He's a cool dude. Everybody, everybody. Francisco, Jessica, Jenda, everybody. Everybody is amazing to work with. Uh, we have so much fun recording and doing different voices. And, and once you hear the podcast, you kind of can use your imagination. I mean, you can hear it anywhere. You can hear it on, uh, you know, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and then mm. the SuperSongPodcast.com. But it's it's kind of like an audio book to, to those. I mean, you're familiar with podcasts. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just a oh, little yeah. bit. So it's, <laughs> it's a fun adventure. And, you know, it, we're just kind of getting it off the ground. And we've got a really, uh, a lot of really great response. Um, so it's, it's going to be a fun journey. We're talking about doing, um, well, we've registered to do a Comic-Con. So we're looking at doing Ooh. that. And, yeah, here in Florida. Uh, so that, it, well, I'll just keep everything posted online. You can find me on Facebook. I'm kind of an, in, I'm an Instagram loser and a Twitter loser. I know. I know. I only have Facebook. <laughs> girl, I'm going to need you to get up on that, girl. I just, I just showed my 
aged with that, didn't I? <laughs> I wasn't even going to go there. Because hell had no theory a- like a woman's scorn. <laughs> yeah. So, wait a minute. So, since you play a French character, do you do an accent? I do. Okay. Right. You hear it? How do we maneuver at these speeds? Oh, you really can. <laughs> um, when it comes to the French, um, my French accent is so terrible. Oui, it's oui. terrible. Sacre bleu. Comment allez-vous? Um, non. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Deutsch. Yeah. It's Sprechen okay. Deutsch for dry yard in nice show. Um, but in Rue Francais, no, 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 no. No, no. <laughs> Niet. <laughs> Niet. <laughs> Fair enough. So I've, you know, I've, I enjoy doing the voiceovers and, and stuff like that. And I've, I can do a, some voices. One of my favorites, and I'm just going to say a line and you can probably tell me who it is. Ready? Okay. Well, man, what, dude. Is that Bart? Yeah. <laughs> nice. I love Bart Simpson. Me too. Me too. It was so funny because we were at Universal and we were in the Bart Simpson line. Mm-hmm. So I would just like randomly say stuff to people and be like, what? <laughs> the only thing I know how to do in the Simpsons is, darn it, boy. Don't! There you go. You know, I, I've never been able to pull out the Kermit voice whatsoever. <laughs> I could probably do Valley Girl, but that's about it. I can't do Kermit. Like, like, oh my God, you're not going to believe what just happened. Okay, hold on. Her, hold my purse. Hold Toto real quick. Okay, listen here. Okay, first of all, I'm going to let you know right now that I want this Chanel, okay? And you're going to give it to me at a discount or else I will call my daddy. <laughs> Like, oh my God, gag me with a pitchfork. I should not be a voice actor anyway. <laughs> Nothing's impossible. That's the way I look at it. But I, so, I enjoy doing that. And um, with Cap Studios, we're actually working on. Excuse the interruption, but it's time for a message from our sponsors. Carlton's Grand Jerky. Sweet brine so divine that every taste is also fine. Enjoy Carlton's Old Family Sweet Brine Recipe. It offers the grand flavor a delicious lost taste for a healthy all-American traditional snack. Get yours today at Facebook.com slash Carlton's Grand Jerky. Once again, that's Carlton's Grand Jerky. Carlton spelled C-A-R-L-E-T-O-N-S Grand Jerky jerky get yours today the jerky was so good let's just say when i gave it to my mother i'm just going to put in quotations amazing because i don't want to lose my sponsor but with that we are back to the show 
series called Shattered. And Shattered is very much like the Twilight Zone. So there's a lot of twists and turns and, and stuff. Right now we are, are reaching out to companies that want to do product placement within our series. So that's kind of the level at where we're at. We've, we've got offices, you know, kind of around the, the United States and, and we're, we're doing some PSAs in LA over, over Shattered. Um, if you just go to capstudiostpa.com, you can kind of see everything that's going on with Cap Studios. Uh, Ian Stevens, who is the creator and the COO of Cap Studios, um, mm -hmm. offers uh, talent uh, lessons, so like acting lessons and stuff. And he does do it online, so, and he's really oh, good cool. in the industry for, for his entire life. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. So a lot of exciting things coming up. That's, that's awesome right there. So well, shout out to Cap Studios. Um, and definitely nothing but success coming your way, I hope, sincerely, because I'm definitely going to be checking this podcast out. And Thanks. I'm going to have the description of the podcast below, um, along with um, social media and all that. Um, that's going to be below. But um, before that, I do got another question. Okay. So you said you're also a mother. As I'm well. a mother. Mm -hmm. you, I'm, I'm, you don't look like somebody's mom. Well, you look like somebody's daughter. I try really hard. You know, my secret is water, exfoliating, and moisturize your face at night. So, and the gym, the gym. Um, and actually, I'm going to be a grandma. Um, I don't like that. Well. I like the word grandma, not specifically for me, but so yes, my daughter Jordan is having a baby. Um, it's a boy. His name's Liam and he is going to be born November 24th. I'm super excited about that. And so talking about the word grandma, um, my, my grandmother on my dad's side, I used to call her grandma and she has passed and I thought what a cool tradition it would be to carry on her name. So, cause I was looking at like alternative names like Lolly and, and Nana and, and, and stuff like that. But I think I'm, I'm going to stick with family and, and pass that down because you don't hear that very much. So yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I'm going to be a grandma. <laughs> yeah. She is somebody's grandma, which I don't like. Uh, like that water, that must be some really good water. You know, <laughs> well, you know, the fountain of youth is in St. Augustine. In St. Augustine? I've been to St. Augustine. <laughs> I got a family in Jacksonville. <laughs> yeah, it's, <laughs> they have the fountain of youth. It's the fountain of youth in, in St. Augustine. You can, it's really a cool place to visit. And you can drink from the fountain of youth. I'm not saying that's it. But if, if, they would make a killing if they would just bottle the water and put that on the front. It'd be like the, the newest, latest, greatest thing. But. Yeah, shout out to my family in Florida, in Jacksonville. <laughs> so I'm starting to get why this right here does not look 30 now. <laughs> GQ folks. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> I know I'm so extra. My bad. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. So, all right. So, 
so you're an actress. How long have you been in the acting game? Oh my goodness. I dabbled in it when I was younger, um, from about 15 to 19. Uh, you know, I really didn't come into my own for lack of better terms until I got older. Cause I, it's not that I was expressionless when it came to acting, but I was so afraid of looking stupid. It's almost like when you get to the, the actor's point where you don't care, you know, you don't care what you bring to the table as far as the part and your facial expressions or the way you look, you can be free of all of that. And I struggled with that at a very young age. I remember one of my first commercial um, auditions was for Burger King and it was awful. I mean, awful. I read the script like, hi, come with me to Burger King. It'll be great. <laughs> I mean, it was awful. And my mom's sitting there going, okay. And, and the guy's like, don't call us. We'll call you. <laughs> well, it happens to the best of us sometimes. So I've been a model since I'm 6'1". So. <laughs> well, you know... Sometimes we go through these times in life, and um, yeah, man, yeah. it, it happens to the best of us in a lot of different ways, and a lot of different formats, and um, with the technical things and the and the expression things and the the acting things, and I have no idea what I'm talking about. I'm just kind of going with it. Well, and, you're uh, just like being free, being free with yourself, and not really, you know bringing what you are able to to the table and kind of disregarding if anybody looks at you crazy. That's that's kind of my take on it. Just being free. Oh, yeah. I will say this. Um, with, with me, like, I'm not the actor in the family. I don't think I could be, I would be a good actor. My brother, he can act. Like, he did theater. He knows the expressions. Like, he had, um, they did the Annie Broadway once. Mm-hmm. He got five parts in the Annie Broadway. Yeah. yeah. One minute he is an extra in the in the um, in the shanty town scene. Next thing you know, it he's the masked announcer, radio announcer, to one of the butlers to this and that. And he got like multiple lines in the whole thing, and I'm like, there are no small parts. <laughs> No, he no, he made them all work. There was just like, didn't I just see that guy in the last scene? <laughs> wow. Yeah, my brother's like, hey, and I'm like, um, yeah, don't ask me to ask. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, a lot of people ask me. They say, oh, you want to become famous? No, to me, it's not about becoming famous. If, if Fame is a result of passion, regardless of what you're doing. So I don't look at it as that. I just enjoy what I'm doing. It, it's on my bucket list to be in a horror movie. And I don't want to be the chick that runs upstairs in the first five minutes and gets smacked over the head and stabbed in the heart. So I want to be the girl that like halfway dies, but then comes back and saves everyone. You know? <laughs> oh, you want to be the heroine of the situation. Yeah. Gotcha. 
or the serial killer, whatever. No. <laughs> Man, that's going to be one athletic serial killer. Now, I'd be scared to see you coming at me with a knife. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, we're going to go. You're going to be like, Psh, I'm going to be like, ah! <laughs> I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> Please don't kill me. I was like, I'll do whatever you want. I've been hit this hard in my life. <laughs> Why? <laughs> yeah, it's 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 fun. I I really enjoy acting. It's it's almost like therapy. It it I mean for me, it, therapy was I was a drinking therapy for many many years. But it's mm. it's almost like the gym, you know, I go there if I've got frustrations or it's just kind of like me time. I get to, you know, exert my energy in a positive outlet. You know what? And I can see you got positivity forming all around you, girl. Like, I try. I, I have bad days just like everyone else. I struggle sometimes getting out of bed, you know, but it's... <clears throat> it really has to do with your mind and your mindset. And I, I struggle with that all the time, you know, because I think we're our own worst critics and mm. we can really get inside of our head and, and make ourselves feel worthless at times. But, you know, you just got to keep, keep on keeping on. That's Where you kinda, about that one. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like, I'm not going to see him from like, like, a few days, like, just, like, over the weekend, of course. I mean, and by the time this comes out, it's like, so it was, like, the weekend of the 9th. Mm-hmm. And I was freaking out about being 30. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> I need to go earn shopping. It's over. It's, it's over. It's over. We take in 40. I was like, oh, gosh, I'm not going to make it. <laughs> I to myself, okay, let me write my will. My brother going to have my podcast equipment. Um, it's, like, it's like, at my funeral, I want you to play Tupac, keep your head up. Um, <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, well, just wait until you hit 40. But 40, when I turned 40, it was like things really started to change, like, in a positive way. It's kind of like you find your, I mean, I've always like been a big kid, but you just get to the point where you just don't care anymore. And you're like, you know, this, this world is, is so depressing and not all of it, you know, there's a lot of great things that go on in, in our country, but you just, you have to really, you just kind of find yourself. You come into your own and you know, I'm kind of like a big kid, you know, I'm, I'm the, the girl at Universal who takes pictures with Spider-Man and Captain America. That's just my, my thing. You know, why not? You know, I have three rules or two rules in life or three rules in life. If it doesn't hurt you and it doesn't hurt me and it's not illegal, who cares? Right. I mean, really? So just have fun, love life. No, it's not easy all the time. It's not, (laughs) you know, even in sobriety, it's, it's not easy, but but it's possible. It's a day by day step. Amen to that. Mm. So, so what are some of your hobbies? Like, what do you like to do for fun? What are your interests? You mean like, work out? 
<laughs> well, I mean, I see the guns. Um, yeah, I can see. You know, yeah. um, I really enjoy um, art. Um, I just actually drew this. This is so you know all those those posts about people storming Area Fifty One. Yes. So I drew this from my imagination. I said I stormed Area Fifty One. You're welcome. Girl, that's dope. Thank you. How long did it take you to make that? Um, it took me about six hours. You did that in six hours? I did, and that's just charcoal pencil. Oh, that is nice. Thank you. Girl. Thank you. What can't you do? Um. Uh, um. I don't know. I, I'll give everything my best. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't. No, I can't. Uh, I can't, like, there's some stuff that bakes, and then when you open it, it, like, flattens out. What are they, tarts or creme brulees? Yes. Yeah. I can cook some things. But <laughs> Girl, I can't bake to save my life, so I understand. I cannot do a back handspring. So I don't even want you to, you know, yeah. You I'll, know. I'll break my face. That ain't happening. So this Girl, one, I do, I do dragon eyes. And this one is called The Last Battle. That is pretty. Thank you. Look at the scales. <sighs> Girl, if I could even draw like 10% of what you got, I would, oh my gosh. Well, thank you. This one, I like this one too. This one's called Insidious. Oh my gosh, that's cool. I kind of want you. that for myself. Ooh. All right. So, do you do co um, do you do copies? Because I would totally like one. Yeah, I can. I just need to get them printed out. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I've I've actually sold some of the Dragon Eyes. Um, this one is, and this one. I like how it's symmetrical in a way too. Thank you. But you know, that's that's one of those. Um, it's aesthetic. That's the word I'm looking for. Kind of reminds me of an aesthetic almost. I like that. Thank you. And this this is actually one of my favorites, and this will be the last one. This one is called the Ancient One. Oh, and it's purple. Yeah. Purple is one of my favorite colors. Me too. Yes. Look at that. Yeah. So I, I do that. And I also do like comic book strip stuff as far as like, I like Harley Quinn. Really? And my boyfriend likes Superman. So what I did was I took um, Harley Quinn and Superman and I drew them. And, and I, there, it's like a comic book thing of, of like boy meets girl, the flirt, um, fall, the fall, and then happily ever after. So, and it's, it's actually over on the wall up there, but I, I do those too. So if someone, if like a couple likes, you know, their favorite characters, I'll, I'll put those together. So you're also, a, so you're an artist and you also like comic books. Mm -hmm. Probably Quinn's your favorite. Mm-hmm. Man. Okay. So, um, <laughs> so,
So you're cooler than me. Um, no. Yeah, no. Yeah. Um, you're. Yeah. This is this is dope. I am. I'm sitting here thinking to myself, man. I hope I grow up to be that cool. Oh, you're pretty cool. You're oh, pretty shucks. cool. Oh shucks. <laughs> Like you don't you don't make the country come out of me right now. Like I I don't know what you're talking about. Nah. I'm just <laughs> So ladies and gentlemen, we have a real live Renaissance woman here who um takes the time to really go out there and uh, do different things. Cause I'm not gonna lie, these are goals right here. Grown goals. <laughs> and because of that I see you trying to cross off a lot of your bucket list and everything. I'm trying to do the same thing one day. Yeah. Man, I'm so glad I met you today. Well, I, I appreciate you so much. Thank you for allowing me to be on your show. It's it's an honor. Girl, we went back and forth like for the like over the weekend. It was like, hey, what do you think of this? And I was like, oh, that's cool. Let's go over we'll go with that. And you were like, da, 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 da. I was like, man. This lady is really cool. We haven't even uh, spoken on the interview yet. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you. I the same to you. You're, you're super cool. Girl, you're going to make me blush. Cut it out. Oh, geez. <laughs> but, but, um, for, um, so where can people find your artwork? Where can people find more out about you? And um, like, Anything you want to promote, feel free. This is the open spotlight. 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 Well, because I'm an Instagram and Twitter loser, <laughs> you can find me on Facebook. It's Sarah Baxley. It's S-A-R-A-H and then B-A-X-L-E-Y. Um, you'll, I mean, you'll see my picture and, and you can find all of my information. My artwork's on my Facebook. Um, the Supersonic Pod Comics. Cap Studios is on there. Um, the supersonicpodcomics.com and then there is capstudiostpa.com and that kind of takes you to our site, shows you what we're doing, um, has a promotional video about uh, Shattered and uh, Daniel Robach, um, who you've seen from Lost and a bunch of other films endorses uh, Shattered along with, with a couple other amazing people. So it, a lot of exciting things going. Um, so really Facebook um, I, I can drop my email. I mean, you can always hit me up in messenger. I'll, I'll respond to you. And then if you would like my email or, and, um, and, right. if, and also if you ever want to talk about sobriety too, I just yeah. know that, that I'm open to talking about that. If you, if you have questions, need help, um, you know, are scared. I know what that's like. So don't feel, don't feel, um, feel free to reach out, please. Yeah. And I'll be dropping those links below. Right here in the in the um in the com in the section um that's, I can't even say the word. Right down right there. Right. It's gonna yeah, be it's right gonna down. be it's gonna be below. We're gonna have it in the description. That's where we're gonna have it. That thing thing. Awesome. And all what she said, and awesome. much more. And um, <laughs> you know, why do I still have a show after all these episodes? <laughs> because you're good at what you do. That's why, and you enjoy what you do. Um, so to everybody, sorry in advance. And um, so all seven of you, you've been wonderful to stick around for this. Even if I lost two or three of you, um, I know you'll come back, hopefully. Maybe. 
We're not at the promised land yet, I promise. <laughs> but sincerely, Miss um, Baxley, aka Bax, aka Miss Sarah, aka Grandmommy, aka Superhero, aka the Bodybuilder, aka the Artiste. Um, I really appreciate you for coming on the show. Well, I appreciate you. Thank you so much, Anthony. Yeah, because, girl, that's one of the other things you could have been doing except being on my little old show. I appreciate that. <laughs> well, I, like I said, I, I appreciate you. And, and I think it's amazing that you're following what you love, too. Yeah, so you got a fan of me now. I'm going to tell you that right we all, now. We all got to start somewhere, right? Oh, I'm going to let you know. I'm a fan now. I'm going to need to check out some of your works. No. Like, <laughs> I seriously, well, I, I like the fact you're so old. I'll turn off a copy and send it to you. How about that? You want the insidious or the purple one, the, the ancient one? I'm one with the ancient one. I want that one. You got it. Yes. Just for you. <laughs> Woo! Woohoo! <laughs> it was like, we're getting somewhere, folks. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, so. With that, though, um, shout out to Cap Studios, shout out to Steve Joyner, shout out to Carol, uh, Carlton's Grand Jerky, Jarhead's Mobile Welding, and all the wonderful people who made this possible for me and Ms. Baxley to get together and do this. And um, I don't know, everybody stay beautiful. And uh, with that, my name is Anthony Anthem, a.k.a. Black Fabio, a.k.a. The Midnight Marauder, a.k.a. Mr. A.k.a. And with that, this has been another Delivery Bros, where anything is on the menu, anything's on the table, or anything's on the table, anything's on the menu. And with that, we are out. <laughs>